welcome to the Vault Studios NFL Podcast, an Australian twist on all things NFL. The boys are cracking into a nice cold beer from Burnley Brewing. Let's join them. Good evening and welcome to the Vault Studios NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Gowie. Joining me in the studio, or in his studio, is James Arthur J.A. How are you, mate? I'm very well, Richie. It's good to be back. It's been a couple of weeks off, which, you know, there wasn't much going on anyway, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, there was only the draft and free agency and there wasn't much going on. No, we did a draft. We did a draft episode with uh, Will from College Football Down Under. You just, you, you, you had the week off, you know. You had a nice relaxing week off. Um, <laughs> turn into a month off. But um, we're back, <laughs> starting to, to ramp up again football. People are training. Um, most mini camps start in the next couple of weeks, so or OTAs start. So that's going to be yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, some teams have gotten going already, or they've had their rookie, yeah, that first rookie mini camp. Um, so it's going to be. I I don't know about you, but JA, but I can't remember a season where there seems to be have been this much movement around. I think it's because a lot of high profile quarterbacks moved, but. I just, I generally can't remember when this many, um, whether you want, I don't want to call them elite because that, 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 that's a little too far, but really good players were on the move or high, uh, I guess, high profile players on the move. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, it's one of, I think this is something that's becoming like quite common in the NFL. Like, people, I think, have forgotten too quickly that the Bengals just played in the Super Bowl. And most people thought they'd be a top five pick candidate team the year before. You can turn your team around really quickly with good drafting and signing some good quality free agents. And that's what people are trying to do now. You know, the the Rams who won the Super Bowl, they've barely had a first round pick for six or seven years. And they just keep trading them for high quality football players and then kicking can down the road with contracts, moving guys on. You know, they traded a second round pick for Jason Peters, who then they turned over and now he plays in, in the Baltimore Ravens. Like teams are quicker to move on and um, more open to doing different things with their team building now, which is, I like it. It can change the Arizona Cardinals. How many teams would have just given up on Josh Rosen after a season? Now it's paid off. They're a playoff team and Kyler Murray is a, is a good quarterback. He's a franchise quarterback. Josh Rosen was never going to be that. So they recognized it early. And then you look at the Jets on the other hand, they didn't. They recognized it late with Sam Darnold. And now they've got another quarterback, but they've lost five years. You know, they're probably a couple of years off competing. But in saying that, it wouldn't surprise me if the Jets were good this year either. Like, you just don't know. Like, there's there's so much player movement now. The way the league's set up, it's set off based on rookie contracts and mid-tier free agents. The good players stay at their clubs. The top-tier players stay at their clubs for a long time. Um, historically, not as much lately. With the one I was, was going to say, not so much at, and Tyreek Hill. I mean, they're elite receivers and they're still on the been there for, They've still been in, like Tyreek Hill's been in Kansas City for seven years. Yeah, but here's the kind of, you wouldn't see a play with that kind of production in the past on the move. No, not, not, not unless they were just disgruntled. Um, you know, Devontae Adams, the same, but even, even quarterbacks. I mean, we've got Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, um, Baker Mayfield, and they eventually work out what's going on there. Um, no one wants there's him. just there's just been so much. No, no one wants to pay for him. Um, no, the rumors are there's well, not rumors. There's reports now saying that people don't want him because they're not sure if he can be a starter, um, and 
they don't think if he comes to their team and he's not a starter, he's a locker room cancer and he's not worth having there. There's real issues around him with that stuff. His reputation has not gone away. No matter how many yeah, I mean, ads he does, it just doesn't go away, you know? Well, the worst thing he ever did was playing hurt last year. He should have just gone on IR. Like last year, playing hurt, all it showed was he's tough as nails. Other than that, it just hurt his career. Yeah, but I think there was more going on with that. Like, if that was like normally, wouldn't you rally around a player like that? Like, I think when we've discussed this, I think what the Cleveland Browns have done is disgraceful. If you ask me, I think the fact mm-hmm. that Sean Watson's getting paid the most money is, or second most money is, all quarterbacks and guaranteed all this crap is an absolute just kicking, spin in the face of the people that he's that he's done what he did to, um, which he did do. People are saying, oh, he got away. Like, and he didn't get away with it. They they settled out of court. He. 100% did it. So let's just, let's not, you know, let's not pretend he's innocent in all this. Um, so it, it's hard. I, I think the Browns are kind of almost selling their soul. And I think knowing the Browns, it's going to backfire on them. But like, are you telling me the Seattle Seahawks don't want Baker? I, I, I just think Baker would be a steal for someone. It blows my mind. I think the biggest thing is I don't think the Browns really give him up because what if Deshaun Watson gets six weeks? Eight weeks. Would you, would you play if you're Baker? Is that what you do? Would you just play the first five, like six games, play really well, hopefully, and then up your trade value and then try and get traded mid-season? Well, you, have, you have to. Because if you're Baker Mayfield, you can't act like a petulant child. Your career will be over. Yeah. Nobody will take a chance on you. So he has to be the ultimate professional. That's why I don't believe a lot of this crap. Because does he have some butt hurt? Yeah, he probably does. And, and, and rightfully so. When he clearly gave that club everything especially as I said last year playing so hurt. So when you see yeah, things like throws hard to deal with and blah blah blah, I think he's he's just got a bit of butt butt hurt. So if he's smart, skip all the, the voluntary stuff. You don't give him that stuff for free. But roll in. Play the games where um you know where Watson is hurt. Play your guts out. When that's done, turn around and say, fine, now, please, trade me for a nothing pick so I can get the hell out of here. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's a bizarre situation. Uh, the, the, not the, we're just going into a mini news thing here, which is good. Um, but not the bizarre situation in Cleveland because they just gave David Njoku $14 million a year, which, what the fuck are you doing? The guy's, he's had, his career numbers look like one Gronk season and he's been playing for four years. Now, Gronk's very good, mind you, but... Still, like, why are you paying a guy $14 million a year to be a crappy tight end? And he's not even... And he never has been an every-down tight end for them. You know, if you've got... Most teams have now four tight ends on the roster and with three would suit almost every single game, um, yeah. often four or five, depending on how, how your makeup is. Because they're such good... You know, they're good matchups. And Joku's had flashes here and there, but he's not on the field in every personnel group. Watson, maybe they're backing that Watson can bring that out in him. He did, did do well with athletic tight ends in Houston. So. Well, he yeah. certainly needs to be now. Well, they're <laughs> really talented receivers. So maybe their mindset is if we don't re-sign in Joku, we actually, maybe he's going to be more of a receiving role for them. He's going to play outside more and maybe they're just going to figure, well, you know what? We don't have three good receivers anymore. We don't have Odell and Landry. We need to play this guy out wide more, you know, in the slot, move him around a lot. They could always do that sort of stuff with him. Hopefully, there's a plan for him because he's been very underwhelming to earn $14 million. 
Um, well, do we, pay, do we pay that there has to be a plan? Yeah, well, this is what the Browns have showed us in the past, though, and you, it's hard to get by it, is that they really, they sometimes don't have a plan for what they're doing. Mm. So, anyway, it is what it is. Uh, I'll quickly mention our sponsors for the show. We have got uh, Burnley Brewing, as always, absolute legends, Dark Horse Electrics, if you need, well, funnily enough, Dark Horse Electrics will probably only be a sponsor for another month because uh, my man Dylan is shutting down the business and I hope he's told all his friends and family because we're too late, Dylan. And he's <laughs> work. he is coming to work with me at my company as a supervisor. So very excited. Dylan's an absolute legend. So you've got about a month to look after Dylan and I think his sponsorship's going to shut down. So thanks a lot, Dylan. Thanks for thinking about me for once. Um, I'm very excited to have Dylan on board. We are doing his fantasy football team's podcast next week, Rich. We did one last year with me and Lewis do his team, do a podcast on his fantasy football league. Um, and just bag the crap out of them all for an hour. It was really fun last year. So we're looking forward to doing that again. Uh, me and Lewis are recording that over the weekend. So excited to do that. But thanks to Dark Horse Electrics. We've got a couple more weeks, couple, a, a couple more months still, or a month. It's only a month now, sorry. A month left. Um, and he's going to shut up shop and uh, go and join the big boy world with me. So that'll be fun. I'm very excited to have Dylan on board. And also, last but not least, US Sports Gear. Uh, Richie, now is the time. If you play in the local leagues in Australia, now is the time to get your gear orders in for your upcoming season. Don't sleep on it. Am I right? Yeah, even ordering now, you, you'll struggle. It, it's just nature of the beast over there. It's every single supplier as well. Like We deal with shut, but it's not just them. Um, yeah, Vikers is having issues. Rydell's having issues. Zenith is having issues. Um there's a lot of similar components in all helmets, let's say that, and they all come from China. The supply chain is stretched to breaking point, and I can guarantee you all of those companies look after the NFL, college football, and high school football before they look after any retailers in Australia. Is in the top of that list? It just falls down a little bit? Yeah, it's down just a touch. So uh, at the moment, we've been quoted anyway, f- anywhere from 60 to 90 days for a full helmet build. Uh, we do have some stock coming in, so we hope to have some things in Australia uh, in a handful of weeks so we can just ship them out straight away. Um, but that stock will be extremely limited. It's going to be a, a tough old 2022. Um, but you know, if anyone's looking for anything, we always try our hardest to carry stuff in stock. We're going to have girdles and practice shirts and wrist coaches and gloves and all that sort of stuff carried in stock in Australia. Um and as I said, along with some helmets this year, but just get organized. If you think you want to order gear this year, get organized. Give us a call. We're happy to get it. Um, you know, we'll look into how long it's going to take, and then you can make the call from there. Absolutely. Um, I've ordered a lot of things from US Sports here and never had any trouble. So make sure you get in there, usportsgear.com.au. Um, tonight, guys, we're going to have a bit of fun tonight. Um, I thought something different. Obviously, there's not a ton of news. Like We can talk about Colin Kaepernick getting a workout at the Raiders, but I would prefer to cut my toes off or I prefer to cut one foot off and walk around in a circle for the rest of my life and talk about Colin Kaepernick anymore. Um, we could talk about uh, Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis situation spotlights, the challenging yet vital nature of quarterback mentorship. Or we could have some fucking fun and I put out a post saying that I want people's dumbest, funniest, boldest, whatever predictions for the upcoming season. And I was thinking, Richie, I put out a post. I'd probably get, you know, maybe three or four. Uh, we had about 15 come back. Um, some not safe for podcasting. Some very safe for podcasting. So I thought we'd have a bit of fun. We'd bring them up. We'd mention the people who who loaded them in. Um, and we get into that. But first of all, sorry, I forgot one more thing. Patreon this month, guys, is the beautiful. This is a ripper helmet. 
This is the Chargers powder blue, Melvin Gordon, um, really good running back if you don't know him. Look him up. He doesn't play there anymore. He plays at Denver Broncos now. Or maybe he's moved on already. But either way, really good running back. Had a lot of good years there. He's a beautiful blue face mask. It's it's actually one of, it's one of the fa- my favorite elements I've seen. It's a fra- I'm, ash- I'm ashamed to give it away. Um, but yeah, make sure you get into the Patreon. $10 a month. Um, gives you an opportunity to win that. And of course, the second prize is a box of beer from Burnley Brewing. So that was my last bit. Richie, should we uh, launch into some bold season predictions and start with our man, Georgie Kadaris? Oh, okay. Big call from Georgie here. Broncos to win the Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to go with no. That is, of course, the easy answer. There are 31 other teams desperately trying to win it. So it's certainly be the easy thing to say. A more long-winded answer is the NFC West is bloody loaded. You could win. You could win nine, ten games and still miss out, even in the expanded playoffs. It is, or expanded playoffs and expanded season, it is going to be really, really hard to come out of there. All those teams are loaded, and I'm glad it's not the prediction show yet because I have no idea in what order I'm going to put those four teams. I'm a bit the same. I think adding Russell Wilson is outstanding. That would be better. Yeah, we've both said that, you know, like they were an eight-win team last year. Like, what did didn't win eight games last year? I'm pretty sure. Seven, I think it was seven or eight games last year. Have a look. So yeah, that, like they were a solid team last year, and they've they've got better. I'll agree. Um, I don't know. I find it hard to say they'll win the Super Bowl. Make the playoffs. Is it? This is bold predictions. The chances of it happening are fairly low. Obviously, the chance of every team happening winning the Super Bowl is very low. It's very hard to do. Um, seven and ten they were last year. <laughs> last in the division. Seven and ten. They only won one game in their division last year. So that's the thing. That just tells you how hard that division is. Basically, every other team beat up on them five times. Um, look, Wilson makes a great case that he, they can do it. Uh, whether they do do it is a completely different thing. But I, I like the prediction. I think they're. I think they'll be a playoff team when I come down to doing my results. Um, I'm getting more and more off the Chiefs. Something's telling me they're just not. I don't know. It's so hard to bet against Mahomes, but. Man, I'm off him. But before we move on to the next one, Rich, I actually missed the biggest piece of news all week. I, I meant to bring it up. Um, mm-hmm. D- Dan Campbell, head coach of the Lions, uh, and I quote, says Aiden Hutchinson's DNA says he's going to do everything that he can to be successful. So <laughs> um, just wanted to bring that up and say, uh, Dan Campbell, shut the fuck up. This is why I get sick of Dan Campbell. I've realized why I hated him going into the season last year because he's off-season schmutt. Is too much. It's yeah. too much. Once you're in season, you come to quite like him. And then you get to the offseason, you're like, oh, I hate you again. He gets around his players. Now he's got nothing to get around his players about. It's like, what can I say about Hutchinson that I haven't been said already? He's fucking DNA. That's right. I'll give him a DNA spill. Far out. Turn it up, Dan Campbell. What a ridiculous comment. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Our good man, Jason Sullivan, all the way from over in WA, one of our Patreon members. Thank you, Jason, for your support. As always, he says... Gardner Minshew will start over Jalen Hurts before the season ends or before Hurts gets traded. This is a big call. I'm, I'm right off this, but I want to hear your your. It's certainly a huge call. I, I thought it was going to happen last year. I, I wasn't like, because I, I think you might have remembered me saying, why even bring Minshew in if you're set on Hurts? Because Minshew has you know flirted with being a starter in the NFL and then Hurts started you know, the whole year. I don't think they were disappointed in what they got 
out of Jalen Hurts. We always talk about teams, are they set a quarterback or are they looking? Mm. I don't now, what we, well, that's the thing. What we think and what the club think is obviously different. The yeah. Philadelphia Eagles are not looking. They're set with Jalen Hurts. I can't see him be traded. Um, and I don't know what Minshew would have to do in the offseason to be the side. My biggest concern with this is they're so different that how do you have a backup who would struggle to run what you're going to ask Jalen Hurts to run? And vice versa, if Minshew was the starter, Hurts would struggle to do what Minshew does. I actually think this is a bad fit for Minshew the Eagles. reasonably athletic. He's not unathletic. He's think- not athletic, though. No, that, and that's the whole thing. No one, no one in the NFL is unathletic, but when you when you're comparing apples with apples, th- th- these two are an apple and an orange. Like they really are. They're really different. The systems they ran in college are really different. I'm just really surprised that, that they're the sorts of guys that you want, yeah, in your quarterback room. I'm not saying that they're going to clash or there's any, um, yeah, that they might have personal. I don't think anything like that. I just think they're too different. Yeah, I also think that Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, Dallas Goder, they've got a solid they were the best running game in the league last year, which Hurts adds a lot to. I think the Eagles are going to be good this year. I think their their play action stuff, it's going to really fit Hurts. And I don't see with what they're trying to build and what they're trying to do. Because everyone thinks oh AJ Brown, big, you know, big receiver, deep threat. He's not. He's an over the middle sort of guy. He's a guy that you you, you get him to cross off play actions. You run a ton he can of run all the routes. You run all the routes for a, for a nice off-season trope there. But he's um he's very good off the play action stuff because he came from Tennessee who run the ball a fucking crap load. Like they didn't he didn't come here to be a you know 15 target a game receiver in a in a spread offense. He came here to do exactly what he was doing in um Tennessee, which is to, to, to get off the play action, be a big receiver over the middle and break tackles and block well. So I think Hurts fits exactly what they're doing. I, the only reason I see them going away from it is if they're terrible, which is also a chance. Do I think he's the greatest quarterback in the in the league? No, but of a lot of the guys last year, all the young quarterbacks last year, is one of the guys that's in the best position to succeed. And I just can't see a world where Minshew, unless Hurts gets hurt, and Minshew comes in and plays really plays so well that they can't that they literally are like we can't bench this guy. He's playing too well, like a Nick Foles. You know, I, I don't know. That's the only way I can see it happening, but. I don't see Hurts getting traded in season, and I certainly don't see him losing his starting job in season. I think they'll ride him out for the season, see where it goes, and then and then go from there. Uh, next one, our good friend Noonan. Uh, I feel like this was maybe <laughs> light jab at me. Um, he says the Cowboys will finish last in the East. Um, my response was from the Vault Studio. My response was. Fantastic, love it. From James Arthur, my response was "fuck you." Um, <laughs> look, unless I, I, I'm not, so we, we don't predict injuries around here. The only reason I could see the Cowboys finishing last in the division if they lost a ton of players again, which happened to them two years ago, and they still almost made the playoffs. So they didn't have Dak Prescott for most of the season. They still almost made the playoffs. So I don't see it happening. I think they're too talented. I I do think that they're probably second in that division right now. I, I'm pretty high on the Eagles. I think they're pretty good, um, but I don't see them finishing last. What about you, Rich? Now nah, the Giants are a complete dumpster fire, and the Commies aren't much better. Um, I'm really <laughs> it's, it's the worst thing in the NFL. I'm going to call them that all year. Um, oh, that's very really good. I, I do. I, I tend to agree with you. I do think something about the Eagles that's got me like digging a little deeper into their roster. I'll be really interested to see how they go in the for the rest of the off season. Um, but 
the Giants are just it's just years away. This is just so poorly run. Um, and, and yeah, as I said, the commies, the, the, the bonus Carson issues. It's, well, sorry. That, that, I see you're going to be back Carson Wentz in. I don't think so. No. no I've seen, think... seen him fail in too many places. It's a good segue into the next one, which which you, you can read out. Uh, Hayden, the commies to have a new owner before the end of the season. Not going to happen. Now, the boys I can't see this happening. One of the boys. Well, here's That's the biggest thing. So, so this is probably um, Hayden's probably referring to uh, the fact that they hid some revenue. Uh, so, those who don't know, the NFL has revenue sharing, but certain things are revenue shared and certain things aren't. An example of something that is shared, which a lot of people do not know, is ticket sales. Yep. So, Jerry Jones sells his seats at an average of, let's say, 150 US dollars per seat. You know what? It's probably much higher than that. But let's just call it that. And maybe the Buffalo Bills sell at an average of $75 a ticket mm-hmm. and have far less tickets in the stadium. You don't want to penalize smaller market teams or teams that have smaller stadiums, even though Buffalo is about to get a brand new one. All that money is pulled and split evenly. There are many things that aren't. I believe concessions in the stadium aren't. I also believe hot dog sales and stuff aren't. Uh, merchandise through most partners are. Even Dallas is now collected into that. Um, they were out of it for a long time, but the other owners voted 31 to 1 to stop Smart. doing that. Smart, Smart by them. Um, so all this revenue was shed. Now, the rumors are, or, or the reports are, that the commies decided we're not going to report all of our revenue run to books and keep some. Now, they're claiming this was from a Chenny Kesney, I don't know, some country music star. It was from his concert. Now, that you don't have to share. If you hold a monster truck rally in your stadium or a Taylor Swift concert in your stadium in the middle of the year, any other time, you don't have to share that. That's your revenue if you own the stadium because many teams don't. Many teams rent it off the city, etc. So they're claiming that's where that revenue was from. But there have reports of two sets of books where this money definitely did come from NFL ticket sales. Now, stealing from your partners tends to be frowned upon. Now, the only thing going for Dan Snyder is everybody knows he will sue you up the wazoo. At any given time, he has numerous uh law suits running for numerous things and if they try and force him to sell his team that will be in court before you know it and that's a bad look for the nfl so this is a a donald sterling type thing where it was out there it was recorded and he was a crusty old bastard who's i'm kind of amazed isn't dead yet they could force him out and Snyder's not that old. He's really not. He could own that team. I was just looking it up. He's never. He's there you go. He could own. He'll own that team in thirty did, years. Did he get it from his dad? Is that what happened? Or did he buy it? No, he bought it. He bought it off someone. He's a um. He's a real estate mogul. Yeah, total sack of shit. Like just total. Oh. Like, like, and this is the whole thing. Like John Gruden's emails get leaked when he wasn't even the organization, talking about the. Uh, Nude photos from the the the, um, the cheerleaders calendar shoot 
well, where are those actual emails and those photos? Because I bet we'll start caring if all that came to light. So, yeah. also, John Gruden had a little well, injury he, in the week too. But... He won that case. Like, that he won that case that basically the NFL no. got a ton of money. No. Okay, so he didn't win it. So, the NFL tried to have okay. the case dismissed on grounds. Yeah. And the judge rejected that um, request. Uh, oh, so, yeah, it's now more likely to go to trial. So they just tried to have the, the entire case dismissed and said, this is just a joke, Your Honor, you have to throw this out. I'm sure they use better language than that. But mm-hmm. that was the general gist of it. Um, and the judge just said, no, no, there's a case to be heard here. And there 100% is. It was completely selective leaking. Yeah, how do you go to how do you go to look into Dan Schneider's email? I would love to see these emails at Gruden's hand, which were pretty poor, don't get me wrong. But... What were Snyder's responses? That's what I want to say. Was he responding with, oh, John, please don't send me this stuff. I don't want to see this stuff. Why are you sending this to me for? Or was it like, yeah, send me more? Because that's just as bad. He's just 25,000 emails for a two or three month period of the entire commies organization. And the only ones that came out with the John Gruden sent ones? Yeah. Spare me. Absolutely spammy. Absolute fucking travesty. The NFL do a lot of things very well. Their back-end stuff with the owners and that is deplorable. The way they punish players is is terrible and the way they punish pl- and you know the way they punish owners and stuff like that for, for poor form is just unbelievable. Well, what one could say is how good they are. So you're going the other way. You're looking at it from a PR point of view. The other yeah. way to look at it is their job is to protect their owners because like Dennis could just say, all right, well, we don't want to do this anymore and just close the entire league down. Yeah, that's true. They can. They own it. It's theirs. They can do whatever the hell they want with it. They technically don't owe you or me or any of their fans anything. Now, people would say, well, without us, if we're not watching, you're not making any money. Yeah, fair, okay. But at the end of the day, it's their asset. We're yeah. the ones who pay for Game Pass, buy our hats and all the rest of it. Like we're we're the suckers at the end of the day, and we're trying to hold them to some. Yeah, we're just trying to hold them to some higher standard. So, then yeah, one job is just lipping off about the NFL owners as I do a podcast on the NFL in a room filled with NFL paraphernalia. Like exactly, I mean, you can see to the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to defend their shit house behavior because it's awful. Um, I'm just They're trying to point power. out. Their, their job isn't to sell out one of their key partners. Their job is to protect them. Yeah, it's fair. That, and that's all I'm saying. So, as I said, 25,000 emails and you leak 15 John Gruden ones, again, spare they, me. They picked the wrong person, though, because Gruden's not the sort of guy that's going to be like, yeah, all right, fine, I'll fall on my sword. He's the kind of guy that's like, you know what, fuck you, I'm going to look into this more. Let's well, he's got the money to take this all the way. Like, this will be an exp- extremely expensive court case. Even have a look at Johnny Depp and Am- Amber Heard. Those two are literally going to come to the end of this just with huge legal bills and nothing else. They already both look like complete psychopaths. This isn't improving either of their um, reputations. They're both fucking crazy. They're both telling the truth and they're both lying. They're fucking mental. Flip that over. One person John- shut in bed, though. That's all I know. So give her the money. <laughs> John-, John Gruden has the money to push this. He was yeah. getting over $10 million a year and has, and what, for four years? Now, and yes, there's taxes, all the rest of it. Money. He was getting paid Before big that, 
So years. Years. he can afford he can afford to run this the distance. One hundred percent, he can. So yeah, I, I think the NFL will settle because they know they're going to lose. I agree, and they'll, they'll just throw a bunch of money at him. He'll, he'll go away. He'll be fine. Yeah, uh, they'll pay the contract out. Let's keep going now. We've got Regan Skulls, our good friend from up in Queensland. Regan, hope you're doing well, my guy. Dolphins to win the East and lose in the conference round. Um, I don't know. I know, like, I'm not sold on the Dolphins. Like, why are we so hyped on them? They've got, like, we don't know. Can I tell you why? That's it. Stop. Stop. That's the end of the conversation. They've got a really good defense. You go back to those defensive numbers last year, they were excellent. Yep. But they've lost their coach, who was the defensive coach, who who made that defense good. Agreed. But a lot of the talent is still there. Sure. They've they already had a decent receiver. Now they've had another one. They've had a good tight end in Gaseki. Sure. It's all about Tua. And that offensive line, my God, that offensive line. It's if wonderful. all the moves they've made... If, Other than Eric Armstead, that offensive line is disgraceful. And I won't hear anything has, different. Historically terrible. Historically. Yeah. You can go look at it. Armstead... Doesn't play a lot. He missed a lot of football games at yeah. at uh, New Orleans. He's injured. Yeah. He's like Tyron Smith. They're both injured a lot. They don't play yeah. much. It um, all comes down to it. But you're right. They've all got, they've got very, very good receiving groups. Their defense is solid. I don't think their defense is as good as what everyone thinks. I think their defense has got some good back-end talent. They also signed Melvin Ingram during the week, ex-Charger, Chief, Steel, or whatever it was, um, who I like him as a situational pass rusher. So they're, they're solid. They're, they're strong on the D-line. I don't know. I'm just not... Can they win the East? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think anyone who won the East last year, the Patriots, Buffalo, or Buffalo. They're not beat. What am I fucking talking about? <laughs> Bold prediction. They're not winning the East over Buffalo. I think they could be a playoff team. I do believe that. If if two is good, they're a playoff team. But what do we think? Two is going to be Josh Allen, or better than Josh Allen? Do you think Richie's there any chance two is better than Josh Allen this season? No, there's actually no chance at all. But what he can be is competent. With a defense that keeps you in games and two genuine playmakers at receiver now, so with those two things, not, not a winner. If I had to go, off. can can one have to be a, be a playoff team? But the chances are they're going to have to go on the road and go somewhere like Arrowhead, potentially Buffalo. Um, you might have to go out to Denver. Oakland. Oh no, they've moved um, Las Vegas or San Diego. Oh my god, I've done it twice. LA. <laughs> You're a mess. You're a fucking mess. You, over you, you could have to go to one of those teams. Tough road trips. They need to host. It's still hot. Not hot, but it, it's still Miami. If you get to host that game and any of those teams from the North have to come to you, yep. huge, huge, huge advantage. But again, I, I just can't see them getting over the top. And then they have to go to where it's cold. Yep. It's tough. That's fair. It's really I, tough. I, I, I tend to agree. I think it's going to be tough in the win the division. Not as tough to win be a playoff team, I don't think. Um, this is at Cowboys Entourage. Great Twitter follower. Get on around him. Uh, Zach Wilson gets the Jets to the playoffs. Hmm. I find this really hard to get around. I, I, just, just, I don't think they're super talented. They're, like, I'm just, just looking like, I, I like their offensive line. If Mackay Becton comes back in shape, I like them. They added um, Tomlinson, who's a, a, a Pro Bowl guard from the 49ers, suits their scheme. They also added Vera Tucker last year in the draft. That Actually, he played pretty well. Azuma, they've got Davis, Moore. Um, 
I don't know, Brees Hall at running back. I think defensively, they're possibly one of the worst defensive talents in the league. I, I don't like really many of them. I don't mind Williams, obviously, inside. Um, but they added Joyner, who's been a you know different club every year sort of player. Whitehead, who's an ex um, an ex uh, Buck, which I don't mind. They drafted Source Gardner, and they're going to start Reed Junior. I just I don't know. I'm I'm not sold on their team as a whole. Like, will they improve? Yeah, I think so. For them to win the division, or no, sorry, doing the get the Jets to the playoffs, Wilson is going to have to be exceptional. Or they're going to have to have like a uh, Philadelphia Eagles season like last year where they run the ball really, really well and get, you know, get Wilson to play the play action game. I, I, I don't know. I, There's too much I talent in the division. That, that's, yeah, that's, your, that, that's your biggest issue. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because I, I kind of, I think there's something there for the Dolphins if Tua is competent. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you look, you look at Buffalo, they didn't get worse. I can tell you that. So I think Buffalo win. If, if, if I did, if this is a prediction show right now, Buffalo are the Super Bowl winner for me. I, I literally, I, I think they're a fourteen win team. Like they are, they're a four, they're a fourteen win team last year. And they got better, and they got better in key areas. Like I don't know. I just I don't see them dropping off at all. I think the Dolphins got better. I think the Patriots got better this off season. I think the, I think yes, the Jets got better, but also everyone else in that division got better too. And Zach Wilson is probably the least trusted quarterback in the division. Mm. Like I'd, I'd take Tua over. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I see where you were going with that. I don't know. Josh Allen and Mac Jones is not even a competition as of right now. You'd take a chance with either. you take a chance with Mac Jones over Zach Wilson or Tua right now from mm. what you've seen last year. He was terrific last year. So in patches. Um, anyway, uh, next one. This one, this one is kind of a bit of a segue. Uh, Tom Figjam, again, good follow on Twitter, at Tom Figjam. Patriots to finish bottom of the division. This was bold and outright damn stupid. But I think out of the three AFC East ones we've seen with Miami Jets and now the Patriots, this is the most realistic. It could certainly happen. They're old. They aren't exceptionally talented at the receiver position. What, they got Devontae Parker from the Dolphins. Like, Mac Jones, yes, he's competent. He's not explosive. He's got a, a nice deep ball, but they don't have great deep ball throwing for people to pass it to. Um, they can run the ball okay. Their offensive line's got progressively worse, worse since Skarnecchia left there. Um, don't rate them a hell of a lot on defense. The defensive line's not great. Defensive backfield's not terrific either. Um, and put, wrap that all in a little bow that Josh McDaniels is now coaching the Las Vegas Raiders. So... The guy that everyone has said for for years, everyone's been jamming down my throat, Richie, that Josh McDaniels is the guy. He's the reason they're so good. He's their scheme. He's this. He's that. And now the last three years, we've seen Tom Brady leave, who was greatest of all time. And then now their OC, who everyone was saying was a better coach than Bill Belichick. This is the most realistic one out of the three AFCs we've heard. Now, will it happen? I don't think so. I think Bill Belichick's too good a coach to come last in his division. But it's the most realistic. This could definitely happen. The funny thing about it is, I think it like they're an injury away from to Matt Jones being last. Yeah, like, we're not. If he, if he gets hurt, yeah, I agree. See ya. So, look, as you said, I think out of the other ones we've talked about in this division, I think Tom's is probably the most likely to happen. They also lost JC Jackson, who went to the who went to the Chargers, mm. like. 
That's what I mean. Like, he was their best defensive player last year. Their starting corner is Jalen Mills. Fuck me. He's terrible. Devin McCourty is 190 years old. Like, I don't know. Their offensive line, like, I really like their guard last year. A when you Brown was nowhere near as good last year as he was a few years ago because Skanecki is not there anymore. Andrews is a good center. Wynn is, you know, a left tackle that's been. He was injured his rookie year, then he was okay last year. Like they're not that Patriots team anymore. That's just going to beat the shit out of you up front. They're just not the same team. They've and also lost so many coaches. Yeah, agree. So Lose coaches all the time. But good thing is they get Matt Patricia back. So <laughs> lock up your fucking girlfriends. Lock up your wives. Don't let Patricia out. Don't let any of them out in New England because Matt Patricia's back. I don't know. I honestly I don't think they finished last, but. This is probably the most realistic one. I do not think it's that far out of the realm that they finished last in that division. If the Jets yeah. are really good, if, say, say Wilson's a Pro Bowl quarterback, like a legit Pro Bowl quarterback, not the 25th quarterback that gets in, say two is competent and that team's offensively good because they can do a lot, and then the Bills. Like, I, there's definitely a world I can see that happening. Mm, definitely. Like, as I was saying, you could very... It's the most likely, as I said, the ones we've looked at. Agreed. All right, you got, you got this one, Rich. So I got to flick screens. Got it. All right, from Fantasy Football Vlog, a great handle. Great name. Fantastic. Uh, Kenny Pickett wins Offensive Rookie of the Year and the Steelers win the Super Bowl. I'll take the second half first. No chance. Kenny Pickett's got to beat Trubisky out first. And the fact that I'm saying that makes me tell you that he's not going to win Offensive Look, I think the Super Bowl's completely outrageous. I think of all the, te- of the teams of, you know, you, you lose like four, four or five playoff teams from a year-in, year-out basis. The first team in my mind that's not a playoff team that was last year, because remember, the Steelers went to the playoffs last year ridiculously um, because the Ravens shat the bed but the team and the Browns shat the bed. But the team that's um, – they're the first team out for me for the playoffs. Um, Skinny, our mate Skinny, is going to send me a message this week saying, what are you talking about my Steelers for? Um, can Kenny Pickett win Offensive Rookie of the Year? Yeah, quite comfortably. If he plays 17 games – has competent numbers and no other wide receiver or running back goes absolutely off, of course he will. He's not competing with really any other rookie quarterbacks because no other rookie quarterbacks are set to start other than Kenny Pickett. Um, And we all know that running backs, like literally Ezekiel Elliott broke the rookie rushing record in his rookie year and didn't win. Justin Jefferson broke the rookie receiving record in his, in his rookie year, didn't win. Jamar Chase, he, there was no, there was no quarterback that dominated. So he got that. He got that. But if Mac Jones had played, you know, or he played seven in games. If he played seven in games, thrown for forty touchdowns and passed for four thousand nine hundred yards, he would have won it over Jamar Chase. It's that simple. So is Kenny Pickett very realistic that he could be the offensive rookie of the year if he plays all seventeen games? He's got to beat out Trubisky first, which the fact that I think that might not happen should give you an insight into what I think of Kenny Pickett right now. Um, but Steelers winning the Super Bowl is a complete complete fail and not going to happen at all. Way to make a big call though. I like it. This is what we wanted. We wanted bold predictions, and I, I, I like I like what they're giving us. Um, let's go to Fitzy, the biggest dope in the fantasy football league I play in. Um, AB will join the Jaguars and win a Super Bowl, then run for president. <laughs> Which AB? Alan Border. He's got more fucking chance. <laughs> <laughs> I think he means Antonio Bryant. I'm going to go on a limb. Um, I don't Antonio know. Brown, I think you mean. Antonio Bryant was the old receiver that played for the Cowboys and then went to like five teams. Uh, wow, what a world. It's funny how your brain works sometimes. Um, Antonio <laughs> Brown, look, there's a chance he joins the Jaguars. 
yes, if they're offering Christian Kirk that sort of money, he could go and be the highest paid receiver in the NFL on that on that on that note. Um, do they win a Super Bowl? Absolutely not. Are the Jaguars winning a Super Bowl? I hope they do for our man Adam Adam Gotts' sake. I'd love to see it. Um, look, if they were to win a Super Bowl, Trevor Lawrence would have to be the MVP and break out to a level that we've never seen before from really any player in a second year. So um don't think it's going to happen. Will AB join them? Potentially. He's going to have to play football somewhere and no one else wants him in the Jags, that sort of desperate team that would sign him. So, Yeah, I mean, let's get rid of the easy one first. He definitely won't run for president. Um, well, Kanye is, you know. <laughs> oh, sorry. He, you know what? It said he'll run for president. That That's easy to do. You can you know declare. Crazy, Rich. It wouldn't surprise me what we see what America does. It wouldn't surprise me if AB was the president one day. The way they offer <laughs> Donald Trump was president. Let's let that sink in. You know, yeah, it's let's not get into America at the moment. It's a wild world over there. Um, but yeah, I I don't see any of this happening. Maybe he joins the Jaguars. Maybe that's it. Yeah, there's a chance to join the Jaguars. The rest of this statement is 100% not happening. Agreed. Uh, Jesse Burns has got the next one. Saints to make it to the NFC Championship game. Sure, I hope not. Um, I kind of like this. What, Richie? I don't, I don't know what to tell you, and I don't know what's. I, I think I, I, I might need some Richie time to get me out of this slump I'm in. But I, I think the Saints might be okay. No, no chance. It's just they won nine games last year, right? James Winston got hurt. They won nine games without him. I. They added Tyron Matthew. They've always they've already got. Yeah, they've already got Latimer. That is Marcus May from the Jets. Who I think it's a good safety. Yeah, he's fine. Um, they've got some solid deep linebackers like Davis is still very good. Their defensive line's good still. Um, their offensive line is still good. They lost Armstrong. But Ramchek's good, Ruiz is good, McCoy and Pete. All other four of them are good, and they got this rookie Penning who's going to start. Um, they added Jarvis Landry. They drafted Chris Olave. Michael Thomas is coming back. People forget Michael Please. Thomas. You reckon he's not coming back ever? No. no. Michael Thomas, let, let's just assure, in my world right now, I'm assuming he's coming back. Okay. And they've also got Elvin Kamara, who is one of the most explosive, versatile running backs in the NFL, who has dropped off the last couple of years, but I think he's, he's due, for, he's almost due for a contract, so he might need to step it up for a year or so. I don't know. I'm. It's not outrageous to think that they do this. It's really not outrageous. Winston threw for 5,000 yard ones. So what? That guy's never taking anyone to the mountaintop or getting them over it. He's just not. He can't. He just can't do it. I'm loving how much this is frustrating you because you- pisses me off so much. One, they're in the division, and two, that fucker is still in my life. It drives me mental. You're right though. They've they've got to compete with the Bucks, who I think are much better. Um, they've also <laughs> got to beat. They'd have to beat the Packers, the Rams, Cowboys, Eagles. Like I'm just putting teams that I think are better than them. Um, the, the rest of the South is garbage is- for, for for starters, so they don't have to worry about the South. Um, what what if Donald's they- good? What if Matt Corral's good at the Panthers? They've got good players. Not good players yeah, they have the quirk of the schedule, and, and we got to find that team this year. We keep calling it, but we never call it early enough. We always tend to do it about week two. got to find that team this year. There'll be one. Schedule's out. I'll find them. There'll be somebody crap. 
They'll go six and zero, and we'll all go whoa, and then they'll lose ten. Commanders, so uh, commanders will do it, or the Giants, the Commies. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Didn't know you meant. <laughs> um, I preferred when we used to call them the Washington racial slurs. That was just so much. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a good year. And look, and <laughs> someone said, "Shut me a bit." Oh, you stole that from the Levitard show. No shit, it's still funny. Like nothing's every, original. Everyone. What do you think this is? This is, yeah, this is exactly. the Twitter world we live in now. Um, all right, let's move on before you punch a screen. Uh, Tom Figjam again, another one. Matt Corral starts more games than Sam Darnold in Carolina. I thought this was not bold at all. There's a huge chance this happens. If yeah, Darnold this... plays like last year, they'll cut him. Yeah. <laughs> they will. If, the, if they didn't stupidly give him his fifth-year option. Fifth-year option. He wouldn't even be on the team. Yeah. Then if he's really good this year, we have him. We don't have to sign him. We've got him. On, we've got him. We can we can leverage him to a contract. Dumb move. It backfired on him. Like if, if he played outstanding last year and was like an all pro guy, we'd be saying what a smart move giving him the fifth year option. But it didn't pay off for him. They're gonna eat that now. He wouldn't be on their roster if it wasn't for that. Or if someone wanted him in a trade, which nobody wants him in a trade. There are also still rumors they're trying to get um, Baker Mayfield, and it still could happen. So. I know I'm not sold. I think Matt Corral, from all reports, said not not a big college guy. Everyone knows from all reports I've seen, he's one of the most talented guys in the draft. Just a bit of a knucklehead. Um, so, you know, all the quarterbacks this year from the draft, it wouldn't surprise me if any of them played a few games this year. So, to say this, it's very realistic this could happen because one, Sam Darnold gets hurt all the time, mm-hmm. and he's not very good when he plays, or he hasn't been very good. You have to see a massive turnaround in his play, his, his level of play, and if to he- him start, yeah. If you're the if you're the head coach there, you're gonna die with Sam Donald in that gross contract. At least you can blame the GM and say, "Hey, I'm going with the kid, and we're gonna see what we got." And they may do that from week six. Oh, we pull up that at the end of this year. Yeah, exactly right. So he's not gonna die wondering. But play the, the kid. Seat. We're at the hottest seat. Actually, that's a good segment for the next week. For that, for next week, who's who's got the hottest seat in the NFL with coaches? <sighs> there are some hot ones. A hot that's, seat that's Seattle. That's Seattle hot. That seat is on fire. Yeah, I like it. Um, Just, what's the start of their... Um, where? I, I just want to know what the start of their schedule is. Let's see if I can find it here. Why you do that? Oh, no. Just, uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, what are we talking about? Hang on, hang on one sec. Fill, fill some space while I uh, yeah. keep this dog quiet. Um, well, today on NFL.com, they bought out... Oh, here we go. Here's a good one. Panthers head coach Matt Rule. Sam Darnold entering 2022 with a little more edge. Uh, also, we'll look at um, most likely to win 2022 comeback player of the year is Christian McCaffrey. I'm just going through some NFL.com news articles. There's some, some rippers you can read. The NFL's most underappreciated players, including DK Metcalf and David Mont. Montgomery, uh, which is just unbelievable. Uh, I'm just trying to get the Panthers thing up. Richie's gone to fight his dog. Um, what we will do is quickly mill the show, little plug. Uh, Patreon, Melvin Gordon, sign helmet. We do have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the vault studio. $10 a month, you can sign up. You get a chance to win a signed mini helmet every month and also a box of beer from our beautiful sponsor, Burnley Brewing. So you can. Head in there, join that if you yeah, if you're interested in collecting some signed gear or a chance to win something for ten dollars a month, it's it's pretty handy. So make sure you head over there and do that. I've I've got the schedule, Rich. 
now that you're back. Shoot. I just did a plug for Patreon. So they've got Browns week one. Could be a win, depending on the quarterback. Watson's playing. New York Giants. Could be a win. They're home or away? At New York. Mm. New Orleans at home. Mm. Arizona at home. Yeah, it's, it's not a good start. Arizona at home. Mm-hmm. San Fran at home. Then LA. Then at LA. <laughs> then they get Tampa. Got a home games. That That's brutal. what I mean. Corral could be in before you know it. Yeah, he definitely will be. Um, all right, let's get to the last one. I'll, I'll get you to read this one, Richie, if you've got it up. All right, for Jess Burns, 49ers and Cincinnati both finished third in their divisions and missed the playoffs. 49ers, let's just start. I'm pretty sure they finished third in their division last year and made the playoffs. I'm actually yes. certain they did. So, yeah, big chance they finished third in their division. Big chance because of their division talent that they that made the playoffs. I, I tend to agree. That's really realistic. Um, Especially the lunch trace, the quarterback. We still don't know if he's any good. We have no idea. He's barely played a football game in three years. I actually think we have a bit of an idea. We have a very – we don't have an idea because we haven't seen him play much. But what what Shanahan is giving us right now is giving us an idea of what they think of him, what he thinks of him. Because the fact that, one, he hasn't tried to Garoppolo, which I am sure if, if – if, The biggest problem with him is he had the shoulder surgery in the offseason. Are you telling me teams won't take a chance on him? If they really wanted oh, Jimmy Garoppolo out of their organization, he would be out of their organization. Yeah, but they're keeping him around because they're not. Sh- yeah, because they're not sure. Hundred percent. It is telling me a lot of things about the 49ers, what they think of of him. And there's rumors coming out now that Shanahan never wanted him. He didn't want to draft him. He wanted Mac Jones. Where everyone was like, "You can't take Mac Jones three, Blah blah blah. All this stuff comes out. We'll see what happens with it. But I think that's very realistic that they're not that good. NFC West is a tough division. Their team's very up and down. Let's see how that plays out. Um, Bengals finishing third. Um, well, let's see. I, I don't think Pittsburgh... We've just said Pittsburgh aren't going to be any good. Cleveland, if Deshaun Watson isn't suspended... Like, for what... Deshaun Watson's a fair sack of shit, but he can certainly play football. He dragged that Texans teams to playoff games every single... You know, playoff runs every single season he was there. And then you got the Baltimore Ravens. So... All would have to do is the Baltimore Ravens have to be good again, which I think is very realistic that they're good again. They've revamped their team. Lamar Jackson, if he has a good season, he has an MVP-type season like they did before, um, and the Cleveland Browns get better, there's a real chance the Bengals get better. I'm not that high on the Bengals. Like, Jamar Chase is outstanding, but we've seen guys have sophomore slumps, especially receivers. Um, you know, Odell Beckham was the next coming of Jerry Rice and has barely made a play since that rookie season or that second-year season. So he hasn't been that good. So it's realistic. Yeah, it could definitely happen. I think Bengals is more of a chance. I don't think that division's that good. There's a chance that Deshaun Watson's suspended for the first eight games and the Browns get the shit kicked out of him for eight games straight and they've got nothing to play for. So all that plays into it. But yeah, both fairly realistic, if you ask me. You could see both of it happening. Definitely. The hardest thing is to find the second good team in the North. Like, I think Baltimore it's will Baltimore. be good. But yeah, the, the other two... Mm, who knows? It, it all depends on Watson's suspension. Like, it, it really if, does. If Watson's cleared and plays every game, I could see them being a good team, Cleveland. Like, well, like I said, just taking away the, the personal side of it, Watson is a fucking outstanding quarterback. He was a top five quarterback when he was playing. Yeah. Everyone thought he was great. Yeah, um, no doubt. He's off-field stuff, yeah, very iffy, very stinky. But his on-field stuff has never been an issue. He's never been a team problem. Like, they've never had issues with his attitude, his work, effort, all that sort of stuff. He just 
you know, a bit of a sexual harasser, if you ask me. But his play stuff's fine. So there's a chance they're good if, if he's not suspended. Do, do you reckon he'll get suspended? They'll have to give him something. Will they backdate it for last year? Will they say he missed all of last year and that counts? No, because he was a team choice, not activated. I reckon he gets eight weeks. That's my I don't think he'll get anywhere near that, but we'll see. So didn't Zeke get four? What did Tom Brady get four for, for deflating balls? Mm, something like that. Like, it's got to be six to eight. Yeah, we'll say I think it'll, it'll be in between four and eight, I think. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. And the last thing I was going to ask you, what are you on are you on the Bengals? Do you like them? Um I like their quarterback. And when you've got that's the hardest part. Potentially when you've got potentially an elite quarterback, you can win. Doesn't matter who your team is. Burrow just seems one of those guys that no matter what he has around him, gonna find a way to be successful mm. and win and oh. win enough football games. Yeah. I mean look, a lot went right for them last year. But it could go right again. They made their own line better. Their receiving group is really good. Um, like, really good. Their top three guys are you know, Jamar Chase is now a top 10 receiver in the NFL, and Higgins and the other guy is really fast. I've got his name. The both... biggest thing they got, there's a difference maker under center. It's simple as that. Yeah, agreed. Simple as that. I mean, you can, make an, well, you can make an argument that um, oh, Baltimore's QB, I've gone blank. Um, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is the third best QB in that division. Yeah, you're right behind Kenny Pickett. Um, <laughs> yep. I don't, nah, you could though. You're definitely good. It's a very. This is the hard thing about the NFL right now. A lot of teams have very good quarterbacks. It's becoming mm-hmm. more about what you're doing around them now, which is good. It's what we wanted. We want the positions to become a bit more even. So, I've always um, said I want every single quarterback in the league to be awesome because it makes the game better. Agree. Couldn't agree more. Um, well, that's it, Rich. That's it from us tonight. That was a great show. I had a lot of fun doing that. It was fun. Thanks to all the people that sent in, commented, um, sent in their stuff. It was really fun to, to read some people's predictions. Some bold, some not as bold, some absolutely ridiculous, uh, but all very entertaining and very fun. So appreciate everyone for sending it in. I want to thank Burnley Brewing, our sponsors, Dark Horse Electrics and US Sports Gear. And I also want to remind you guys, Patreon this month, Powder blue, Melvin Gordon signed mini Chargers helmet. It is absolutely magnificent. It is honestly one of my favorite helmets. I, I love it. So, um, the favorite helmets I've, I've seen. So, make sure you get around that. Richie, thank you, mate. Guys, we'll, we'll be back on a Monday from now. Richie should have his new studio set up next week. Mm-hmm. If I'm I can excited. get some internet out there. I'm excited to see it. You could just do like run a long Ethernet cable out there. Ethernet cable, I should say. Yeah. Brutal. Can you get external Ethernet cables? Probably, but it'll look ugly. I'm just going to get a, a decent Wi-Fi router. Yeah, it's fair. That's a much smarter idea. Uh, yeah, push uh, a big beautiful. signal. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Richie, thank you, as always, for being here. Thanks for everyone tuning in. Thanks for all the sponsors. Make sure, like, follow, share it around if you can, guys. We'd appreciate it. If anyone who gives us a share, we do really appreciate that. Um, anyone who retweets, all that sort of stuff, we appreciate it. It goes a long way. Thank you very much. And Richie, I will see you next week.